Um, but there was a Reddit post that I found. Um, this was back around the time that I got married when I first saw it. Um, it's from the um, off my chest um, uh, part of Reddit. Husband just got a DUI and I haven't been able to speak to him. I'm heartbroken. At first when I got the phone call from the officer, I thought it was a fluke. He's never had an alcohol issue that I knew of. He's sitting in jail right now waiting for me to pick him up after eight hours. We just picked our life back up after a horrible year of losing our business. I haven't heard from him at all because he hasn't gotten processed yet. I'm sitting here riddled with anxiety after spending the last three hours waiting for him to call me from the detention center. Went to pick up our car from the impound lot and found empty beer cans and a four local in the car that weren't there this morning. The lunches he claimed he ate at lunch were still sitting in the car completely full. I'm afraid he's hiding something from me. I'm afraid that he's been lying to me. I'm afraid to find out why. I feel I can't talk to anyone besides him whenever I see him about this, and I'm on the verge of tears trying to sort out my thoughts. I just need support. Okay. <coughs> All right. Now, let me say this. Um, one reason this came back to my mind was because Richard Sherman has been arrested. This is, you know, Richard Sherman has been arrested on, again, suspicion of DUI. Okay. Now, he's already had one DUI. Now, let me, I, I have this belief that those who get DUIs, I don't think they can change. I, I, the, and I say that because when you get a DUI, there is no reason. I, I, have, I have no sympathy for those who get DUIs. I, let, let me just start with that. Let me get my biases on the table. I have no sympathy for those who get DUIs, DWIs, anything like that, okay? We live in the modern world, and in the modern world, you have Uber, you have Lyft, you have the bus, you have a bike, you have a friend's car, you have your feet where you can walk, you have scooters, you have, let's just say, multiple choices, you have multiple options on going to your next destination instead of getting behind the wheel and driving. We all know not to do it, but there's people who do it. Why? Really because they're selfish people and they don't care about anyone else other than themselves. There's really no reason. There's no, no, well, sometimes emergencies happen. No, no, no. There's, There's no reason to get a DUI. There's no reason for it. There's not even a reason to drink. I think people who drink are mentally ill. But that's a whole other episode. So this woman is wondering, what should I do? He just got a DUI and I haven't been able to speak to him. <coughs> okay. All right. Okay. So what do you do? Let me, see. Let, me, let me also say this. I don't believe her where she says he's never had an alcohol issue that I knew of. It's pretty damn hard to hide an alcohol issue. It's, it's, it's pretty hard. It's pretty hard. Okay, when you're sober, you can tell when someone's had something to drink. Okay, there's, there's you, you, you can tell. Okay. They're going to have a certain smell. They're not going to act the same. 
Okay, it, it, you you can tell. You can tell. Her husband has such an issue with alcohol that he got a DUI. From what I've been told by those who drink alcohol and those who've had DUIs, well, it's a process. It takes time to get to that stage. <clears throat> okay, so this woman has no idea. She had no idea that he was drinking. And his drinking was such an issue. Should you stay with someone who gets a DUI? I say no. You should not. Because what that does, when someone gets a DUI, this again, this comes from someone who doesn't drink and has never had alcohol. But when someone gets a DUI, and it doesn't really matter that I've had whether I've had alcohol or not. You know not to do a thing. You know something is wrong to do. You know something is dangerous to do. We always say, we always hear the phrase, well, as long as you're not putting anyone in danger, putting anyone, okay, okay, we'll go with that. When you are behind the wheel and you are under the influence, you're intoxicated, you have made a choice to operate heavy machinery while you are not sober. That is a deliberate decision. And you said, pretty much, uh, I don't really care what happens. I just care that I get to my next place. You don't care about you. You don't care about the person in the, other, in, in the car with you. You don't care about the people in the other cars. That's the reality of it. There's no, uh, well, I, I just, there, there, there's no excuse for a DUI. There's zero excuse. It is a sign of blatant selfishness. It is a sign of overconfidence because you think that you're able to. Oh, I'm, I'm no, I'm a good driver. I, 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 I can do it. Really. Let's say you are a good driver. There's still other people on the road that you have to navigate with. Richard Sherman got a DUI. Now he's been arrested on suspicion of another DUI. Should he have a spot on TV? I say no. I don't even think Richard Sherman is a good analyst. He's very mediocre. I'm not, sh I'm not really sure why he has a job that he has. It's, like, it's, it's almost like they can't find another person for some reason. Do... People deserve second chances? Um, depends. What'd you do? There are certain areas where you give people second chances. There are others where you're like, nah, that's it. That's it. For example, pedophilia. We don't give that person a second chance. We don't give the pedophile a second chance. We don't try to rehabilitate them. You are a danger to society if you're a pedophile. We can't have you out there. You don't deserve a second chance. You don't deserve your freedom because you are putting children at harm sexually. And that's not okay. Those who get DUIs, do they deserve second chances? Uh, no. No, they shouldn't be allowed to operate a vehicle. 
They should lose their license. They should not have, I, I, I don't understand why in society someone has to have like 18 DUIs before like, that's it, you're done. You're going in the slammer. You're going in the slammer and you're never gonna be able to drive ever again. We are so in love with alcohol as a society where we just forgive people of DUIs. It's not a small thing. It's a major thing. It's completely avoidable. There's no excuse for it. And you, it's not something that you can do on accident. If you don't care about yourself, fine, that's you. There are other people in the room. There are other people on the road. And you clearly don't care about them. There's no excuse for it. NFL Thursday Night Football analyst and former Seattle Seahawks quarterback Richard Sherman was arrested early Saturday on suspicion of driving under the influence, authorities said. <coughs> Sherman, 35, was arrested in King County, Washington. Listen to this. Listen to this. Sherman, 35, was arrested in King County, Washington, which underlies Greater Seattle at 3.48 in the morning. 3.48 in the morning. What the hell are you doing at 3.48 in the morning? What are you doing? There's really, there's really, nothing good's happening that early in the day. The former player was arrested by Washington State Patrol. Trooper Rick Johnson said, adding that details will be revealed if charges are formally filed in the case. The Super Bowl veteran was booked into King County Correctional Facility at 4.51 a.m. Based on a law enforcement allegation of driving under the influence, these records show, no bond or bail was listed, and it appeared Sherman was still behind bars Saturday night. Washington State law defines DUI as, quote, driving while under the influence of intoxicating liquor, cannabis, or any drug, including having a blood alcohol level of 0.08 or greater, or having more than uh, 5 nanograms of active THC per milliliter of blood. Let me skip down a bit. One paragraph. In summer 2021, listen to this. Sherman was arrested after he allegedly drove under the influence. I remember this when this news broke. <coughs> In summer of 2021, Sherman was arrested after he allegedly drove under the influence, crashed his SUV in a construction zone, and tried to break into his in-law suburban Seattle home. The initial case against him included allegations of criminal trespass, DUI, and resisting arrest. As part of an agreement with King County Superior Court following those incidents, he pleaded guilty in March 2022 to two misdemeanor counts, first-degree negligent driving and second-degree criminal trespass. The agreement included court supervision through part of 2024, as well as a suspended 90-day jail sentence with two days credited for time served so long as Sherman stayed out of trouble. It's just, it's, it's absurd. It's completely absurd. This is what, again, again, this is why I say they can't be, these are people who can't really be fixed in this area. This is something that you can't really rehabilitate. People can change, but there's, I, I believe there's just certain issues where it's like, ah, no, you're stuck in your ways. If you are a, a celebrity, if you're a celebrity, people know who you are. And he's not just a celebrity, but he's a celebrity with money. Richard Sherman 
is an ex-NFL player. He's not incredibly wealthy, but he is richer than the average bear. Okay. Let's let's say I was someone who drank. Okay. If I were famous <coughs> and rich, every single time I went out and I wanted to go drinking by myself or with the boys, I would hire a person. I would have a chauffeur, maybe not on my permanent staff, but at least on the nights or days that I want to go out drinking. I would make it impossible for me to get arrested on a DUI. Go ahead and drink if you're going to drink. If you do, I think you're stupid. But go ahead and drink if you want to. Why can't you hire someone or find someone to drive you? It's three in the morning. One, you're tired. Your body's just naturally tired. It's an unnatural time to be awake at. Two, you, you've been drinking. Now, pretty much what Richard Sherman said was that he had, I don't have that article uh, open with me right here, but Richard Sherman, here it is, here it is, it's a CNN. Sherman was stopped by the Washington State Patrol for going 79 within a 60 mile per hour zone at about 2 a.m. local time in Bellevue. It just Sherman told the authorities he had two margaritas when asked if he had any alcohol to drink, according to the document. And he also agreed to a voluntary test. I would make it impossible. I would make it impossible for me to get a deal. Now, let me say this. Do I believe he, he was driving under the influence? I do. I do. When you get a DUI, I don't believe you anymore in regards to this issue. He has the money to pay a buddy. Hey, man, I'm going to go out drinking. Can you, just, can you just make sure that I get home safe? People do it every day. Why can't celebrities? Why can't rich athletes do it? It's because they don't want to. It's because they don't want to. He is stupid. Richard Sherman is a stupid person. But he went to Stanford. What does that mean? What does that mean? Like, like what? Like, what does that mean? He's a stupid person. If you repeatedly get into the same issue over and over again, and it causes you legal trouble, and you are a TV personality, ex-athlete. And you now have a you have a history of your DUI was so documented. Your <clears throat> your you're known part of you you're partially known for acting stupid against law enforcement. The fact that he has a job on TV completely just you, you just. It, it, it baffles me the fact that he has a job on TV. Now he's now now here he is again. Now going back to this woman, he just got a DUI and I've been able to speak to him. 
I just need support. No, you need to leave. You need to leave. Let me say this. A lot of conservatives can give good marriage advice, but some of the worst advice that conservatives give is, well, stay together no matter what. You're chaining yourselves together and you're going to go through it no matter what. Till death do us part, for better or for worse. Okay, okay, okay. When you are swimming, there's a lifeguard. If someone begins to drown, the lifeguard will go to rescue that person. However, the lifeguard will not assist that drowning individual if they keep splashing about and they're panicking. The lifeguard is trained wisely to say, hey, I got you. I'm here to help you. I'm going to get you back to shore. We're going to get you out of the water. I need you to relax, though. If you don't relax, I'm not going to help you. They're taught to literally put their leg up to provide a barrier between themselves and the person drowning. You don't let someone take you down. You don't do that. Someone wants to suicide themselves. You have to let them. You do the best you can, but you don't stay with someone no matter what. And a DUI is something that's just inexcusable. There's no reason for it. It's not an accident. It isn't. You purposefully drove after drinking. You know you're not supposed to do that. You've been lying to your wife. Empty beer cans. That's, that's smart. Your wife makes you lunch. You're not eating it. So that's a waste of food, and that's a waste of her effort and energy. No, don't you don't stay with the person who's trying to, to trying to torpedo their life. You don't do that. You you just don't. That's one thing I will always stand by. Should you is marriage hard? I wouldn't say marriage is hard, but life can get hard, and it can really put a strain on you too. That can happen. But at the end of the day, you have to say, look, I have to do what's best for me. And if you are someone, you want to be addicted to cocaine. You want to be addicted to alcohol. You want to be addicted to, to, you know, to gambling. And you're spending all of our money and we're losing everything. You don't stay with that person. You don't, you don't stay with a person who's dead set on committing suicide. You, you, you just don't do that. You have to say, listen, here are my boundaries. I'm with you in these areas. If you do that, sorry, but I, we got to cut it off. Because you know who has value as well? You do. You do. Your partner matters, but you also matter. You deserve it. You are worth it. Uh, no, no divorce no matter what. Uh, you just you just got to hunker down and really pray through it. No, you don't. Get away from those people. They're stupid. Don't talk to them. Don't listen to them. Don't do anything with them. Don't listen to those people. Oh, you just got to get... Okay, if you're being abused, why would you stay? You know, I just... I want to I make sure that everything's okay. And uh, your, your eye is completely shut. And swollen. You look disfigured. Yeah, we just got to get through with the hard times, you know? Uh, 
You you need to leave, lady. Oh, this woman, my wife, she just, she keeps on cheating on me. She just keeps going. She's staying with other guys and she won't come home and I got to go get her from another guy's house. And this keeps repeating. But we got to get, we're going to get through it though. No, you quit. You leave. You go away. It's just absurd. It's ridiculous. This is this is not okay. This is not okay. You have to know when to draw the line in a relationship. Divorce is okay. Let me let me let me let me say this. The Bible says that divorce is okay under certain circumstances. So when you hear the advice of you just got to stay together no matter what, Look at that person in their face. I don't care if it's your pastor. I don't care if it's an elder. I don't care if it's the priest. I don't care if it's your best friend. Look at them and say, that is the stupidest thing I have heard this day. Don't listen to that. There are times where you have to cut it. And in one of the, in this situation where your partner gets a DUI, you need to leave. Because they're drinking at a level, they're not just they're not just at home drinking. This person is out there, away from home, operating heavy machinery where they could kill themselves and or other people. Usually, usually, you know, they don't kill themselves because th- their body's so relaxed, but they kill someone else who's just going about their regular day. From NHTSA. <clears throat> there were 13,384 deaths from drunk driving crashes in 2021. That is 13,000 unnecessary deaths. Those are 13,000 people who should still be here. There's no excuse for drinking and driving. You don't need to do it because you don't need to drink. There are ways for you to get home. And there comes a point where you, if your partner, if you're, if you're being like this lady and this person is getting a DUI, you need to leave. You need to leave. That's a line in the sand that where you say, nope, that's it. You could have killed someone and you didn't care no behind you don't understand no 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 that's what it is don't let the don't let the drunk don't let the drunken bum don't let the drunken idiot try to define the context and the situation no honey you don't understand no at the end of the day you drink you drank and decided to get behind the wheel when you know you shouldn't have you know everyone literally you are taught that from elementary school. Just say no. Don't drink and drive when you start driving. They pull that wrecked car onto your high school campus so you can see it. <clears throat> That's what they did at my school anyway. I think a lot of other schools do that too. But there's no excuse for it. There is no excuse. There's no, 
Well, we let's go to counseling. Uh, pass. I like what 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 is the thing that needs to be counseled? Like, what is the thing that you that needs to be counseled? You can't counsel that. I'm not. I'm not saying a person that has a drinking issue can't be counseled. I'm specifically talking about DUIs, DWIs, where you're driving, where you are actually, and I'm not talking about those, those, those phony ones that police will try to do on people sometimes because those do exist. I'm talking about legitimate times where someone is intoxicated and they are operating a car or a truck. That's what I'm, that's what I'm talking about. That's where you leave. You get a call from from the uh, from the police. Oh, your husband, uh, your wife. Um, uh, we we have them. Uh, there's a there's a. Do you? Uh, we we we. Uh, yeah, they're down here. Yeah, uh, they were drinking and driving. You go down. You get the details. You get the truth. You get the numbers. You put it all together. And if it actually happened, you leave. That's what you do. Don't pray about it. Don't don't fast about it. You don't need to go and consecrate yourself. You don't need to anoint yourself with oil. You need to leave. Richard Sherman, what is the reason you did this? Why'd you do it? Because you wanted to. Richard Sherman only cares about Richard Sherman. That's the truth. I don't trust Richard Sherman in this area. I don't. You you had you had one. I, I you don't get my you don't get the benefit of the doubt from me anymore. I just hate seeing stories like this. It <coughs> I hate drinking and I hate I especially hate drinking and driving. They 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 get no excuses. They don't get they shouldn't get second chances. Why would we give that person a second chance? Well, everyone makes a mistake. Some mistakes are bigger than others. Can we not admit can we not say that some things are bigger than others? Some issues are bigger than others. That's the reality of things. So we shouldn't just go by the by the mantra, by this by this feel good kind of saying well, we all make mistakes. Everyone, everyone has a past. Everyone does have a past. You know what I don't have in my past? A DUI. You know what I don't have in my past? Abuse. Where I, you know, sexually or physically. I, I, no. There are certain things that are bigger than others. Have I made mistakes? Yes. Have you made mistakes? Yes. But there are certain things in your life where you admit that thing that I did was bad. But that thing that I did there, oh my God, that was way worse. We cannot allow this. Richard Sherman should lose his job today. He never, he, he never should have had a TV job. He's not even good at, at, at analysis. But after that DUI, that's it. Why would you let him back in? Go find another athlete who knows how to act right. Well, he went to Stanford. Uh, it doesn't mean anything. Shows how smart he really is. He's so smart, he drank and drove. But yeah, he's 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 a really smart cookie.